Millions up for grabs. Retailers closing worldwide. Salespeople losing their jobs. Online sales at an all-time high. Your route to financial freedom. Getting best sellers online. Getting a piece of the action. Learn from the top sellers. Become a top seller. Ecom leaders start now. So, John, great to talk to you again. Feel like uh, we met a little bit ago, and um, I don't know if people, nobody knows the story probably, but. We we're just talking at the uh, Russell Brunson's event, chatting at the table, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Yeah, I have this company, Online Jobs the Beach," and I was like, "Whoa!" Like you blew my mind. I was totally shocked because uh, Online Jobs the PH, we had been using it and just got started with it. And fast forward from then, I think we had maybe two people uh, in the Philippines on staff to now we have around 20, if not more. I just haven't done the head count. And uh, your company has made an absolute. Uh, difference, a humongous difference. It's been a game changer for our own company and for so many people that I know. So super glad to have you here officially now on the podcast. So uh, thanks for coming. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Good deal. Good deal. So man, um, I, I know that uh, one of the things that you uh, pride yourself or, or I know that you talk about and, and when, you, when we met, you mentioned is like your, the amount of hours you work kind of in the week, right? Um, I, I'm not, I, I kind of am not built that way. I, I love to work as much as possible. And, uh, and that's kind of, I don't know, that's me. Right. But I know a lot of people, um, are not that way, or maybe want to work less time. So could you just go into like, obviously um, you do have this humongous business with probably, uh, is it over a million people? I don't definitely a million people have gone through there. Right. Uh, Philippines and maybe yeah, even active yeah. right now, like online yeah, there's, yeah, there's okay. over a million profiles. And frankly, a lot of them are active. Um, and we've had, I don't even know now, hundreds of thousands of employers go through it. So that is amazing. So now you've, you've, you've literally brought opportunity for jobs to millions at this point. Yeah. And how many hours a week are you working? How is your, what does your day look like? Just to, just to give a framework of like, before we go into the interview and all the amazing business things you've accomplished, like what does your day look like? So I like, I love what I do for work too. I just like to ride my bike more. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, like I, I love, I love my work. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. My business is amazing, but I love to go skiing in the mountains more. Mm -hmm. You know, so so I built my life around like I want to do the things that I love with my wife and with my kids, and my business is secondary, and and I, and I love it, but it's still secondary. Mm -hmm. um, so it's twelve o'clock. We just it's noon. And I just came to work at 11.45 to, just to get on this interview. Oh, wow. Uh, well, I appreciate because, it. So I, this morning I got up and I made breakfast for my kids and I made, their, I made their school lunches. And then I read my scriptures and I did some yoga and I lifted weights. And I spent some time with my wife and then it was 11.45. And wow. so I'll work for a couple hours and then my kids will come home at about 3 o'clock. And I'm done and I'll go for a bike ride with them. So, and that's like, I've worked about 17 hours a week for like, I don't know, uh, since 2008 or so. Wow. Um, and, that, and, and it's, I think it's important, like not just, okay, so I work 17 hours a week. Sometimes I work 10 hours a week. Sometimes mm -hmm. I, work, I work 20. If I get 20 hours a week in, I'm like, that's, I'm pretty happy because my, my lifestyle doesn't allow that very much now. But I think it's important what I do at work mm -hmm. and what I don't do at work that people mm -hmm. need to know. Um, so obviously I have a team of, of people in the Philippines. I think I have 36 people full-time in the Philippines that work for me wow. now. That's great. And 
What I don't do at work is I don't touch WordPress. I don't touch Amazon. I don't touch uh, email. I don't, I don't touch customer support. I, don't, I, I never, ever touch those things. Mm-hmm. The only thing I do at work is I think. And I think, and, and a lot of my thinking is just saying no. Like, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, mm. No, we're not going to pursue that opportunity. Sorry, no, I don't agree with you. So, no. so, so, so could, could you define what, what opportunity came in recently that you're like, never mind, I'm not going to touch that? Uh, so, like, my team will say, hey, let's, uh, I, I think we ought to build this feature in online jobs. Mm. No, sorry, that's not, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't. And it, so it's interesting because they come at it from an employer's perspective, from an employee's perspective, mm. and I have the opposite perspective with all my jobs up here. Uh, but all, all the time, I like I all, almost, I mean, every week I get an email that says, uh, "Hey, dude, you should build this for South Africa, for Mexico, for Thailand, for whatever." No, I'm not going to do that. Um, I get that there's more money to be made, but I get that there's also more hours to be worked, and that's mm. not. Mm. Um, uh, or so, so on the other side of it, what I do do, the, the one thing that I do is think, so someone comes, we have a problem in the business. We need to solve that problem. I'm the one who thinks through it generally and comes up with a solution. And then I give instructions to other people to go and solve that, that problem. They're the ones who are going to go do the implementation. They're going to, and generally I don't care how they do the implementation. Sometimes I, sometimes I do, but generally I don't, um, and this is like an exec team or like the people you've put in charge. You have directors or, or managers or people like that. No, no. I mean, I work directly with the programmers. Uh, I do have like, I have someone that manages social media and she has a couple of people that work for her. I have someone else that manages customer support and he has six or eight. I don't know how many people that work for, I work doing that, but um, like I work with our video editor and I work with our designer and, because that's you all are the I do. Manager. I mean, the projects come from you. There's no. Yeah, the projects come from me. You are and the, the director, the 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 executive director, the CEO, or whatnot. You right. Direct, but there's no intermediary. You don't have some exec structure in place. You just go. It's you, and then the guys directly. Right. Right. And and I I think that's important. I, I mean, a lot of. I think that's important for me in my business right now. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, I don't think that that's right for everybody. Uh, but I've seen a lot of stuff where it's like, oh, uh, let's go this direction with this thing. Like, ah, sorry, I've been doing this for 15 years. Mm-hmm. That's not right, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, and sometimes we'll do it and it's like, oh, yeah, that failed. Sorry. Like, yeah, that not, happens. That happens yeah, right. all the time I mean, for the most successful people. Now, and what I, what I find really interesting is that, you know, in your business model, I, I, I from just my opinion, the reason you're able to do that is because your model is so simple and it scales, like it does one thing and it can do it to 30 people or 30 million. And essentially the function doesn't change, right? Like not every company is like that and and software is very, very different, right? So like Basecamp, I know you use Basecamp and they're, I think their software team or whatever, they're like a 12 person team and they have, I don't know, two, two million or 10 million companies on there, something ridiculous. Um, and they're a super small team because it's software, right? If you were doing solar and panel instru- uh, installations or doing almost any other business, that wouldn't be possible. But since your product is one product and it scales, that works for you. So I want to make sure like, guys, not having an executive structure is not something I recommend, let's say for an Amazon company. It's like software. So 
we'll, we'll get into how it, how it gets into, let's say Amazon and hiring and using the platform. But I just, I, I just want to give that caveat where like not having an exec structure, I, I, in my company, it wouldn't work, you know? Yeah. No, that's why. And that's why I said like, this is, this works for me and for us right now uh, in a lot of places it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And okay. So walk me through and, and I've seen some, I, I, I saw some interviews on, on some numbers of this online jobs.ph recently. And I've had my own thoughts. I mean, like if you, if you're servicing 500,000 plus or a million plus, you know, people in the Philippines and, and the, and I believe pretty much anybody knows about you in the Philippines. Like if you're looking for a job, like, is there any other way that people find jobs or is there a top competitor in the Philippines to you or, or pretty much like you're it, like everybody knows you. So not everybody knows, but it's getting to that point now. Um, I mean, there, so I will say there's a hundred million people in the Philippines. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's a big company or big country. That's like a third of the U S right there. Yeah. So it's not, it's like, people think it's like small. It's a hundred million. Yeah. Uh, and we have just over a million profiles. So we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. um, Upwork would be a, a direct competitor, like probably more people there know about Upwork than us, but mm -hmm. it's getting pretty close at this point. Okay. So. And, 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 I'll, and I'll just uh, highlight this and, and, and I'm gonna tell people like, we love onlinejobs.ph because the philosophy you used to make it, which was you wanna manage the employee employer relationship, right? And your story was like, you were hired a person in the Philippines, an agency charged you 750 and they were paying the employee 250, right? So they're only getting a third of the payment. And so what's happening is they're almost taking advantage of that sort of corporate greed idea. And even then, like, look, if they may have worked a lot to got, get that to happen, but your efficiency is so much better. So you can just charge that one fee and, and have us work it out. And so you know, we're, we're not paying any different now to you than we were, let's say earlier when we were just hiring one person or two people, like sometimes we would put the subscription on and then turn it off. Now we just have it on because we're always hiring. Right. And so, um, but it's a fantastic model and Upwork on these places. It is a nightmare to manage people just one-on-one -on -one and say like, give me your fee or whatever, $6 fee, uh, $6 an hour. And then the person's getting $2 an hour or whatever. So here's, it's terrible. Yeah. Here's, here's the problem with that. There when you know there's an inefficiency in it and that inefficiency is large, there's a mental burden that comes with that. And that's so for on you, the employer that you don't think about this, but you go hire someone at Upwork and it's nice and cool. And you're just paying them hourly, but you still know there's an inefficiency there that you could do better. Mm -hmm. And that creates a mental burden and that detracts from your ability to think well at work. It, it, I mean, as the employer, you're saying, yeah, as the employer, as the worker does the same thing, like they know. Oh my God. If they're getting half of the pay. Yeah. They know the, the fees that are coming out of it um, at, at Upwork or at an agency or whatever it is. It, it's, it's not the worst situation, right? Like it's, it's better than, it's better than not having someone working for you or it's better than not having a job. Yes, absolutely. But the, but the situation that we created, uh, we did it on purpose. Like I don't, I don't need to take a cut of their salary. Uh, you don't want me to take a cut of the salary. No. They don't want me to take a cut of the salary. I don't, I, I don't want it. I, I want someone to work directly for me and I want to pay them and I want them to get what they get. And we've taken that so far to, as to find more efficient payment methods because PayPal sucks. Mm -hmm. um, like you pay with PayPal and they're losing 7%. And when, when they're only making $600 a month, seven, dang, like that's a lot of money. That's a couple meals, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, 
And so that's why we sought out and created EasyPay where we could control, better control the fees that were being taken from them, you know? So brilliant. Yeah, anyway, so we, we create what we want. So I want to say, so on, in EasyPay, just in, you know, since you brought it up, I think we tried to use it and I couldn't understand if it was like a layer on Payoneer or if it was something. And, and right now we're, we, we just, we're over on TransferWise. We're using TransferWise to pay our Filipino team. We were on PayPal. And I think we tried to implement it and I guess we didn't get too far. So maybe if you can give a tip or, if, or maybe again, TransferWise might be literally exactly the same in terms of, e we just found it easier to implement. Could you maybe give me a tip? Like did I miss something or is there, does it matter? So, so EasyPay should be pretty simple to use. It is a layer on top of Payoneer because in order to send money, you have to have uh, money transfer licenses in every single state and different in every country. And it's stupidly expensive. Payoneer had that and wouldn't let us integrate. TransferWise wouldn't let us integrate. Mm. Um, TransferWise is, I think it's fine. I think it's good. It's fine. You know, like it's not, you're not doing worse, I don't think. So. Okay, good, good. And, and just to mention, so, um, and, and it is really nice to not have to pay those fees or, or the employees. Again, we're getting a ridiculous sort of deal to hire people who, again, I know, you, and you, I read your book, The Outsourcing Lever, um, which, you know, talks about the Filipinos, like the culture, the loyalty, um, everything. And they really want to get everything right. And, and the, the book is amazing. I highly recommend anybody to read it. Um, and you're already getting a deal. So you should cover the fees and we do cover the fees. Uh, and we just pay our guys through TransferWise. And it's like, don't try to keep cutting. Like we, we love to give as much as we like to get. Right. And, and typically I found that people, they appreciate that. And so like, here's something that is interesting. It's interesting that you say that because, uh, when a lot of people get started, they're very hesitant. Like, oh man, this is $450 instead of $500. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, I, I'm going, I'm doing 450. You know, or like they'll negotiate with someone. Oh, you're asking for 800. Well, I want to pay you 400. Like, well, sorry, that's not going to work. <laughs> um, or, or, you know, whatever it is at the beginning, there's, there's always some hesitancy. Mm -hmm. As soon as you hire someone and realize, oh my gosh, this person's like thankful for their job and they're really trying to work hard and they really want my business to succeed. Like they're offering me suggestions and they're not just a robot. And, and then you find, you start to find that hesitancy goes away and you start to find that I love these people. Mm -hmm. Like they're important to me. And, the, and I think that's when the, I, I want to take care of you comes in. Like I want to pay you more. I want to take care of the fees. I want to pay your health benefits. I, I want to pay your social security, stuff like that, that it, it's not because people are like, Oh, I don't want to do that. You know, I, I don't do that. And that's fine to start off. It, it changes as you get to know these people. Yes, I agree with that. And, and they are people. And that's important because a lot of people feel like they're robots, like they're robots on the other side of the world. If they don't work out, just get rid of them. And once you start to realize, no, these are humans and they're amazing. And you start to have your love for them grows and that, that's when it starts to change. Yes, that's, that's beautiful. And uh, I want to, I want to um, go over in terms of your, your, the success of the platform. Could you go over the trajectory, right? Like how long until it kind of became a thing. And I saw in an interview, like kind of when you broke your first million kind of yearly on the platform. And then can you go over to like what that, what that is now? I mean, I'm extremely curious if you're open about those numbers, I would love to know like this year, what does that look like as well? So, uh, I ignored online. I built, we launched online jobs in 2009 and I ignored it for five years. Mm -hmm. And 
because I was doing well doing other stuff. And one day I looked at it and was like, holy crap, like this is really big. <laughs> I should spend some time on it because it's really crappy too. And so it was probably 2013, 14 that I started to really focus on it. And, and I realized online jobs for a lot of years grew at 50% per, 50 per year, whether I worked on it or not, mm -hmm. whether I did anything or did, it didn't matter what I did. It, it, it grew 50% per year. And a couple of years ago that tapered off. Um, and at some point you get to numbers where like 50% per year is really hard to sustain anymore. Yep. Uh, COVID changed that though, uh, with people being at home and realizing they want to start their own businesses and hiring virtually. I think we're up uh, 80% year over year through wow. COVID. Um, and so like the trajectory is still really high. There's still a lot of people that have no clue. The, the no clue that you can hire someone in the Philippines for five, $600 a month. An amazing amazing. And a really, really talented people who are loyal and honest and hardworking and they speak American English and you'll never have a communication problem with them. And they are, they, they'll work for you for as long as you'll have. I mean, the first guy that I ever hired still works for me. That was in 2005 when I hired him. He still works for me today. Um, yeah, it's it, like, it's, it's a different story than, than what people have experienced in India. And pe people don't realize that until they try it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's, so there's still a lot of room for us to like, there's still a lot of upward growth. Yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 1 million to a hundred million. Maybe there's 10 million that are looking for jobs. I don't know. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, okay. And then, so what does it look like this year? What, what do you think you guys are going to do in revenue? Uh, I don't know. I don't ever look at numbers. I don't. Oh, okay. My okay. business partner, my partner would know that probably pretty well, but I don't, okay. I have no idea. Okay, fine. It'll be good though. It'll, it's good. Our margins are, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's up there though. I mean, you're, 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 doing, you're doing quite well. I'm living well. And, and I, I saw an interview, which was, I believe last January. And I think in the interview you had mentioned that you guys are going to do four or 5 million that year. I don't know if that was a correct interview or what I read, but is that right. Okay. And that's about yeah. revenue, right? And then I'm assuming your costs are you know, your, your, your margins are, let's say over 50% in terms of earnings. Yes. Which is fantastic. I mean, Hey, that's yeah. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Good. Good. And, and what's crazy is this, right? And, and this is a, a, a business mentality that uh, I think not a lot of people have and people like yourself that are really genuinely wanting to help people have good jobs, have good pay. And in your book, you talk so much about, listen, stop trying to jip these guys, like pay them well, treat them well. Like, you know, try to not have them on graveyard shifts, try to like honor their Filipino traditions, like do all these things you talk about in your book. And on top of that, your service is so much cheaper per hire than Upwork at these places by maybe a factor of a thousand, right? Rather than pay every single month, hundreds of dollars per person, that might be a dollar that you're getting for that person, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's eight dollars a month or whatever it is. So right. in terms of the vision, that you said, hey, this is gonna be absolutely fantastic. And you're giving, it seems like you're really giving and you are such a great deal on hiring the people. But you would, you would think like, oh, Upwork's gonna make so much more money or like, well, you're losing all this money, but actually you've become a millionaire, right? Self-made millionaire easily many times over by giving an amazing service. So, it, I mean, I just wanna say like, 
Damn, that's a, that's really well done. That's that's fantastic because, you know, when you do a good thing and you get rewarded for it, because it's not that you're not getting paid, it's that the percentage is low and your reach is so wide. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things that we like. Upwork is going to make way, 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 way more money than we are. Um, they also raised I don't know fifty million in capital or something, and we didn't raise it. You know, we built this ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, customers only flow one direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, both employers and workers only flow one direction. They, once they find online job, they never go back to Upwork. Mm-hmm. And that's not true that they never go back to Upwork, but their default. For, yeah, exactly. For, for hiring staff, for hiring yeah, your, your team. The default people realize, oh yeah, why would I go and hire staff at Upwork when I can hire at online jobs and get such, you're, you're getting the same worker. It's the same work. It's the same person. And you're not paying Upwork's fees and you're not dealing with Upwork garbage and, and, and then the other side of it is like the uh, people, here's what people don't realize. And I think Upwork is, is causing businesses to fail because mm. here's what you don't realize when you go to use Upwork. Upwork is, is based around the premise of hundred percent turnover in your business. The whole concept is hire a contract worker, mm-hmm. get them to do a project, pay them. And, and so that they get feedback, they have to get feedback so that they can get another job and get paid more. Mm. And if they don't get that feedback, they just get stuck not making very much money. And so their goal is to finish this and get feedback from you so that they can get another job mm-hmm. from someone else and get paid more. Yeah. Well, as an employer, like that's really tough to have, like to go into this knowing, oh, this person isn't going to work for me forever uh, or they're going to be very short term. And then, and obviously Upwork allows for a longer term thing. It's just it, like, yeah, I mean, like I think you hire them out of them and it's like 10 grand. You give yeah, them 10 grand they can against you. the platform. Yeah. Right. It's baked against you because that worker has to get feedback. And so mm. it creates a, a mental barrier for where you, you just won't teach this person things. You won't help them to do things because you know, they're not going to work for you forever. As opposed to like with the Philippines, with a, with a long-term virtual worker from the Philippines that works for you and only for you. Like, dude, the per, like I said, the first person I ever hired in 2005 still works for me today. And the person that I hired in 2007 works for me. And the person from 2010 works for me in 11. Like they all still work for me. Yeah. Right. So I teach them something. It doesn't matter what I teach them. It doesn't matter how much time I spend teaching it. It's going to pay off a thousand times over. So I can afford to spend time teaching someone a lead generation process that might work for a little bit and then won't work again because that knowledge is still with that person and then they can modify it, morph it and and okay, now we're going to do this for lead generation, or I can teach them to filter my email, because to like to think like me mm-hmm. in my email because they're still going to work for me. You know, it just makes my life easier, and it's super affordable. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Okay, so um, we're going to get now deep into like tactics on like how to use the platform because I'm I'm assuming look if if uh, I obviously vouch for online jobs at PH hundred percent. Um, we use it extensively. We hire all sorts of people. And I got uh, our kind of hiring manager to ask a couple questions here. Um, our, our team is getting kind of large. And maybe, again, you might not have the right answers because, you know, whatever, but whatever. Okay, good. So um, what about having like a Philippines HR kind of manager, someone like a team leader? Because as our team grows, I'm expecting by next year, our team of Filipinos um, might be 60 people or more by the end of next year. And so is there like, 
should there be a team leader or like to, to put in either compliance or like just talk to them or what do you think of that? It's totally possible. Um, so like I have a girl that does recruiting for us and has dealt with all kinds of HR stuff for us. She's not dealing with HR stuff like firing or mm -hmm. policies because I, I'm super laid back about that, but she, she will do recruiting and she did, she put together a huge healthcare package that we could provide to our workers. Um, so yeah, it's totally possible. If it were me, I would separate people into different departments and have, like you said earlier, have someone over each department mm -hmm. that uh, for me, I don't like to, to disallow me to communicate with the person doing the work. Like I don't necessarily always want to communicate with them, but yeah, I don't yeah, want No, no, I'm not thinking about like, hey, this person will do everything. Yeah, they, yeah. We, I mean, we do have, our organization is extremely well done. We have a, an organizing board and we have all the people in each department. They have the leader, you know, and they have a boss. So it's all the sales team and, you know, this is the finance guys and whatever the freight people. And they, they definitely talk directly to the guys. I don't mean like that. I mean more like, I don't know, like almost like a, a Philippines evangelist or something. I don't know. Like, Hey, I, I don't know. I've seen other people do it. Okay. Uh, I've seen other people stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good. Fine. Enough on that. Okay. Another one is, you know, we've had a lot of posts recently. We have a lot of jobs to fill. And sometimes in the platform, we don't see kind of the turnout or the inquiries or the interest on our posts as we would want, you know, sometimes we put a post and maybe like it only gets a couple of people in a week. And I, I, I don't know. I'm like, why post it again, post it again, post it again. That's it. I mean, you can, you can look at your, your salary, but I'm guessing you're, you're pretty good at the, the headline or the subject and the description. I don't know. I'm pretty good. I don't know. Like that's the thing. Well, what are, what are the things to be good? What are the tips to like, what should the, so, okay. All right. Here's, Okay, so number one, the, the first answer is post it again, because sometimes something happens, I don't know, because it'll happen to me sometimes. Mm -hmm. So in the Philippines, their number one, the number one issue you run into with Filipinos is them not wanting to be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's really a losing face thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where they don't want to let you down. They're a very pleasing culture by nature. They don't want to... Um, have you be disappointed in them? If they feel like there's going to be a situation created where they're going to be embarrassed or they're going to be, they're, you're going to be disappointed in them, whatever, then they would rather just back off. Hmm. So in the, in the job post process, if you've posted a job and created a situation where they're going to be embarrassed, well, you're not going to get applications. So that means if you ask for 16 different skills in this job, and some people may be like, oh, I have all those skills, even though they don't really. Others may be like, oh, dude, I got these 13, but these three that you say are like really important, I don't have these. Mm. And so I'm not going to apply because I don't want to be embarrassed by not having these three skills, right? And the same thing applies for after you've hired someone. So the, the number one problem that we see because of this cultural thing is a disappearing Filipino. That's what we call it. The, like they'll, they'll just disappear. And people often think, oh, they're just lazy or they didn't really want the job or, you know, that's usually not the case. 95% of the time, that's not the case. The problem is they're worried that they're going to be embarrassed or that you're going to be disappointed in them because they didn't understand something you asked them to do. 
They don't like something that you've asked them to do. They don't like to do it. it like it, mentally, it, it doesn't work with them. Or they don't understand something that you, like instructions that you have given. <laughs> so when you create that situation, it's the same thing and they will just back off. Like they'll not say anything, they'll disappear. So that's, that's a, a, a good insight. So, the so, so can, you, can you go into more like this being, being embarrassed deal? I mean, I'm, I don't know if that's the case here in the US. I think people just apply like crazy here. For yeah. They don't care. They just apply for anything. Anybody will hire me. Well, we'll yeah, it's not, it's not the case here. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't have this feeling of I'm, I'm going to be, I mean, we, we feel that, but it's a, it's a different feeling there where like we will take steps to, to solve the problem. They won't typically, not everybody, but this yeah. is a cultural thing. They, they would rather just walk away. So give me an example in the job post, right? So just to get more people interested or maybe even the right people interested, because I guess we just don't want, you know, a thousand applications. We kind of want someone that fits the role, of course. So uh, one that you mentioned is don't put like a bajillion skills, kind of keep it down to the ones that are required. So someone's yeah. not overwhelmed. Yeah, you're um, looking for one specific skill and two secondary skills. Mm -hmm. so, so, put, so, so limit that. And what, what else do you see in, let's say, the postings that might dissuade someone from wanting to apply? You're required to work uh, on my time zone. Uh, you're required to be here at this hour from this time to this time. You know, a lot of these people, they start off coming to online jobs as a second job because they, mm. they're looking for more income. Uh, their, their current job sucks. And so it's a second job. You're like, oh, you have to be on, online from 9 a.m. Pacific to 5 p.m. Pacific. Well, like that, I got to be asleep during some of that time so I can't apply for this job. You know, when the reality is that most people don't need someone online during their hours. You, you might think you do initially, but then you find out, oh, I don't really need this. Um, so that's something that'll prevent it. Uh, requiring a bunch of every day you have to be online for roll call at this time or something like that, you know, we'll be in the- And you put that in the post, right? You're like, hey, you're gonna do this. Put this in your job post, yeah. Um, just generally asking too much in a post is like, it, it's, gonna, it's gonna turn people away. So too many skills, too many requirements, too many, uh, too difficult of things to fulfill. Usually that's. And so, so let's say difficult, let, let's go into that. So like, let's say we go, okay, reply back. And I, there's, there's a lot of job tactics, right? So like reply back and, you know, put your first name and your last name and the city that you're in, let's say, I don't know, some sort of like making sure they read that and want to reply it. Right. I mean, I wouldn't consider that like a very skillful, requirement like if the, something that we that we like uh, an idea like if they can't read and follow instructions on a job post then what what would make them read and respond or do the job correctly you know that's why you do it. some sort of skill like important because then you have to know that they're also skillful in their job that's why you do it in the job post uh i'll say you know when you reply to this include the include the keyword uh, gopher in your subject line, you know, or something like that, because like, if you can't, if, if you don't read the whole job post, I don't want you. Right. You know, you're not but, following like, you're, saying, you're saying you do do that. I do do that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just you need someone who follows instructions. If you got to follow instructions. Yeah. Like in the interview <laughs> process. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. 
for sure. No, that's fine. I, 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 I'm, I'm with you on that. Okay. Because so, because typically the, the problem people have. So you're saying every once in a while you get a job that doesn't get very many responses. I'm saying just post it again, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the bigger problem is, oh my gosh, I got 150 applications. What the heck do I do with 150 applications? I can't go through 150 applications. So instead of getting 150 applications, you take steps to eliminate people up front. And that, the subject line thing, will eliminate half the people up front. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we, we've seen that. We've definitely seen that. Um, okay, good. And then what, what do you think is a... So we have, let's say, our, our team meetings, right? That's our weekly team meetings, right? And we have everybody, US, uh, Venezuela, Philippines, everybody comes together. And, um, you know, is there any sort of, sort of team building or like, how do we get everybody to like work well? Or like, do we do, uh, you know, is there any, any, any tips you might have for like team building amongst the entire world? No. No, okay. <laughs> I'm I I went to the Philippines in 2010 uh -huh. and met my team at that time. Obviously, that was 10 years ago. And it was amazing. But I haven't been back since. Mm -hmm. We've talked about doing some team building things, but I like, I'm a homebody and that prevents me from going back. That's the only thing I would say. Like, if you can go to the Philippines and meet your team, it's amazing. It's an amazing experience. Otherwise, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, good, good, good. But not 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 a not sort of absolutely required or anything like that. And I, I mean, again, people ask me, "Can you start on Amazon without going to China?" I'm like, "Of course you can. Like, definitely, of course. You just order and it comes in." So right. you know, in case anybody was wondering, you do not have to go to the Philippines to hire from Philippine uh, hire from the Philippines. Right. Okay, good. And then um, I know people ask you this all the time, but okay, we'll probably ask more offline, but. I have a huge team of people in Venezuela. I love Venezuela. I'm from Venezuela. So I, I know you don't want to add hours to your, 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 uh, your week. Um, we'll talk more offline, but I really think that with your influence and the, what you've been able to achieve and the difference it's made in each of these people's lives is so massive that to some degree, you know, if you could do it exactly in the same hours you have, you have a responsibility by having the assets, the, you know, weight, the ability to literally impact not just maybe one other country, but several others and do it in a, maybe a different avenue and have partnerships. But you are sitting on a, I don't want to say a gold mine. I want to say a gold mine of help, a gold mine of, of difference that you can make, not just in the employees, in the employers. And again, I'm not like, I'm from Venezuela. It's a crazy place. Um, go ahead. So I'll, I'll give you a reason why. So one of the big reasons online jobs has been so successful is because of content. Mm -hmm. Because uh, it, I can tell such a good story of working with these people and it's so easy because the culture there makes it so easy. Mm -hmm. I haven't had that experience elsewhere and I can't tell that story elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, I can't, I mean, with the Philip, I've tried other places, not a ton because I've had okay, so one When was ago. the last but, attempt? When was your last attempt? Oh yeah, like 2004. Okay. Yeah, because okay, like <laughs> it, it's been so dang good in the Philippines, why would I try somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just to put in the effort? Like, it, doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, it, so, the, and that's, that's, the, that's the big 
piece holding it back is is the Philippines is so dang good. Just to, it's not about the job board. Mm-hmm. It's about the cultural differences that exist there that don't exist elsewhere. The loyalty, the honesty, the the internet access. Internet and computer access is probably that fine is anywhere. At this that is point. true. That is true. But but like that, it's a big difference. So okay, good, good. I'll talk more after. <laughs> okay, good. So um. The other thing is this, this is a graveyard shift. And, and again, I, I believe you, you know, you, you have a strong opinion on that, um, which I've, I've talked to you about before in person on this video. And I'm going to put up, hopefully that other video, I'll put it on our, um, the podcast show notes because that interview was amazing too. That was very just off the cuff. But what do you think? Like someone comes on and they agree to, you know, the hours, whatever the hours are that's kind of a grade, graveyard shift. And then after I'm like, I don't know if you could do it. Now, some roles I think do require it right? Like for example, keeping Amazon health listings, like you need to be on top of it because if it goes down, it's like every second. Um, what is your idea of requiring the shift? And what about split? You know, if they're working the same team and they have split hours. So I think it's totally fine to require the graveyard shift. I think when you're recruiting, you'll do a lot better to find someone who is used to it already. Uh, like we have people who are like, they're already working at night. Mm-hmm. And they're coming to they're coming to work for us instead of wherever they are, or they're night owls, you know. But like the very first person I hired, I the the agency gave me the option: Do you want him to work your hours, or do you or, or do you want him to work his hours? Well, I mean, if it's the same thing, I want him to work my hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. right, duh. And and a few weeks in, he came to me and said, "Sir, this is really really hard. It's hurting my family. It's it's." hard mm-hmm. to work the graveyard shift. It's like, oh, well, I don't need you to work the graveyard shift. I don't care. Like, oh, that would be amazing, right? So, and that, that's my only thing. Like, so we, we have tried to, rather than say like, I want someone on from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. as your shift, mm-hmm. we've tried to do like 4 p.m. to midnight or, or, or like 6 to 2 and then like, two to eight or whatever it is, you know? So like we've tried to stagger it or, or make shorter shifts in the evening or whatever so that we, we have less of that. Yeah. And I, and I think we're, 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 we're trying to do something like that just because I, I think it's in some cases it's required, you know, a lot of these yeah, yeah. families and they need to take their kids to school or whatever it is, you know? So, right. okay, cool. And now on, I don't know how, how much, how are you involved? I'm seeing like all the job postings they go through and you're like, wow, there's so you know, there's like 2% of all our hires are customer service people are like, what is, do you look or have, do you have the data of like what type of jobs are being hired the most? Uh, so what, even how involved am I personally? Zero, zero percent. Mm-hmm. Um, we, gosh, we had, 15,000 job posts made last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too much. <laughs> um, we do have people that look at every single job post just because we want to make sure we want to, we want to take care of people. And, and if, if there's any sort of scam involved, then we get involved. Mm. Um, how often, we, how often does that happen? I mean, I'm sure like Craigslist has, you know, scams all the freaking time. Like oh. Craigslist is full of scams. Because people pay to use online jobs, it's way, 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 way less. And that's a, that's a, a key thing is it's paid, which keeps most scammers away. Um, 
but it definitely happens and we usually catch them early. Uh, not always. Mm-hmm. People are good. And like, yeah, whatever. So what, what's, um, the, what's the, like a thing? People are like, hey, come work for me. And then they exploit them and then don't pay them. Like, what is the scam? Like, huh? that's, that's the scam. Okay. That's it. Uh, come, come work and here, here's this thing. And, or like, hey, here's this free trial. We're going to do a trial basis. Go write these four articles and post them in these four places with links to this thing. Mm. And then I'll evaluate. Like, no, sorry, that doesn't work. <laughs> like that's, no. So we, just kick, we immediately kick those people off the platform. Okay. Um, <laughs> just find a blog, make a blog post link to my site. Right. We'll see if we'll hire you and the job. Right, right. Um, so what, one of the most in-demand job posts, mm-hmm. uh, customer support is super common. Uh, a general virtual assistant is super common. E-commerce VAs are super common. Social media is super common. Um, video editors, graphic designers, um, Amazon, like an Amazon VA is super common. A Shopify VA is super common. Um, I mean, we have, uh, as far as employers go, we have employers across the board. Every, every type of employer you can imagine is on online jobs from like e-commerce, online e-commerce people to, um, brick and mortar e-commerce to realtors, doctors, Google, uh, attorneys. So, so what a a realtor wants like someone to just process leads yeah. or something or? yeah or to generate leads or whatever or a, or attorneys want someone to uh yeah generate leads or to do paralegal work i i know an attorney who hired a paralegal in the philippines or uh, investment banking firm hired an investment banking analyst in the philippines <laughs> um, or like uber is posting jobs or google or i mean it's you know, every, the full spectrum, mm-hmm. like I'm totally new at running a business. I don't know what I'm doing, but I want to hire a VA yep. to like you who has 20 people, right? Yeah. That's uh, that's amazing. And so what do you, when you see what, what you've, what you've created, like, what are your, what are your thoughts? I mean, this, this, this thing, like, so and, and, it's super cool. Like it's super fulfilling because I get emails almost every day from employers or workers, workers saying, thank you so much. I got, I got a job from online jobs and it's been amazing for four years now. Or employers who say, uh, this is my third time coming back and hiring someone. Thank you so much. This is amazing. It's changed my life. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is every single day I get this. So like, uh, I get, I feel that one of your questions that's coming is like, what's going on? What's next for online jobs or what's your, you know, are you going to sell this or whatever? Like I have, I have no incentive to sell this because it's so stinking fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it and it's, and I don't work that much. And, uh, and we're changing lives, like doing good in the world, which is that's, so cool. You know, that's brilliant. I, I, I agree with that. Okay. And then, um, so let's see the tips. So in terms of, um, programmers, right. I guess I, I, I haven't had a good, a good experience, maybe hiring programmers. Um, but I think I was looking for a really funny language. I messaged you a while ago. 
um, mm. you know, people who write in Go, which is like a very, it's not super common language. Um, all your developers are from Philippines? You have developers? The site was the site itself built for, in the Philippines? <laughs> that's, yeah. great. Oh, that's pretty good. Built and designed and yeah, like it, yes, all of it. Nice. I don't, I, when we started online jobs, I, I graduated college in computer science. I'm okay. a programmer. Oh, nice. I haven't touched code in prob. I mean, I've never worked on code for online jobs and it, we started in 2008, started building it in 2008. Um, the programmer who built it also designed it, did the design work, and it, which is uh, interesting to find those two skills in the same person anywhere in the world is, is, is unique. Yeah, it's not very common. Um, since then, we've hired like a real designer and, and, and all kinds of, you know, like the full stack of like server admin and multiple programmers and designer and an HTML, CSS person and JavaScript and uh, the whole thing. Um, but yeah, like you can find some really, really talented programmers in the Philippines. People don't realize that. They always think that oh, you can only find them in, in Bulgaria. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. No, dude. Like, and, and there they want to self-educate and it's super common and it starts in elementary school and it, it's really cool. I'll have to try it because, uh, you know, I'm, we're building a, uh, we have a, a software, but we also have an internal, we have external software that we sell. We also have internal software and we could, we could add like extensions and this and like, I'm assuming you could just, Hey, I want someone who'll build a Chrome extension for me and tell them what to do. And you'll probably be able to do that. Right. Yeah. You got to find the right person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can absolutely super reasonable. That's cool. I'll probably give that a try. Okay. And then one thing that I also saw from one of your interviews and, and this is the same thing for me. When I started on Amazon, I was like, I want to make another 500 bucks a month or like, if I do a thousand, that'll be killing it. If I like fall short and I get to do 500, like that'll be great. And so tell me about when you started, what was your goal? Um, yeah. I don't, when I started, I had a job and I didn't really have a goal. I mean, this was 2003, mm -hmm. right? So, but what I do remember is the first day when I made like a dollar fifty. In, in a day and was like, wow, I just, I mean, this is well before online jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made $1.50 today and that's not a, a lot of money, but it was automated and that's amazing. And then I made like $4 and I remember when I made $20 in a day and I remember when I made $50 in a day and then I remember when I made $500 in a day and I remember, I, I remember this, I remember dancing around the living room with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can't believe I just got emotional about this. I remember dancing around the living room with my wife because we were making so much money and it was not real. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it was all online and wow. Um, <laughs> And at some point, I wanted to make $100,000 a month. Mm -hmm. and, and then I passed that with a couple of different businesses. And, yeah. And there you are. I mean, hey, it, it might have seemed unreal, that 500 bucks and life-changing. I went through that. And now literally, 
you're reaching over millions of people's lives are changed because it's not only that person, but then that employer does something, they're reaching more people. So it's literally tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of lives that you've impacted with your little business, little business, you know, starting in, in your house. I mean, that's, I, I'm really impressed. And, and again, I know you hear it all the time. I hear it all the time. Like on Amazon, we get reviews. It changed my life and this, and it's funny because you go like, how, how could this change your, I mean, I just said my business and yours, it's kind of different, but I go like, how could this change the person's life that much? You're like this, whatever spatula is like a game changer and whatever. Like I lost a hundred pounds because I'm using this, you know, whatever, you know, and like people say these things and, and, and it's almost like commonplace now, but it's, 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 uh, uh, it's amazing that you went back to that time of right when you started. And I just want to have that be a message to everybody that build something, work on it. You, we have so much more potential than we thought when, when I started, I was like, whatever that little bit that I was going for turns into something that you have no idea. You just put there like, I'm going to make something that's going to be good and, and shit. You never know where you're going to end up. And I, yeah, I wish we could emphasize that more. Like I have a neighbor across the street from a super good friend of mine and I, he probably won't hear this. Um, but he's selling some stuff on Amazon and he did it really well the first time and he's working on a second product. And, and I'm, I'm just like, dude, go do this a hundred more times. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you found something that's working now go do it a hundred times and hurry up with it. Like <laughs> get on with it. You know, like it's not dang. Like it, I, the, I think the worst part of our culture is health insurance health insurance. You know why? Oh, we can't do that. What about benefits? How many times have I had this conversation? Oh, what about benefits? Mm-hmm. What the freak are you talking about? Benefits? You want to know about benefits? I'm about to go ride my bike in the middle of the day. Yeah. How about that for a benefit? How about I didn't go to work till 1145 today? Mm-hmm. How do you put health insurance? How do you make health insurance stop you from doing this when that's the other side of it? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, you gotta have a job, get health insurance. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? Oh god! You know, like it's the worst part of our culture. Mm-hmm. I look, I agree, and 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 even, I mean, there's even another piece, and and maybe you know, people you've talked to maybe didn't think about this, but listen, once you make like a couple million bucks, you can pay for absolutely almost any doctor on the entire planet to do any sort of thing you want buy any food that you want, any vitamins, any, any medicine, any, anything, right? When you make enough, you don't have to have that dangling carrot, let's say of the health insurance. It's funny. I, I feel quite strongly about this health insurance because it, like you said, it's like this, come, come work for me or come do this thing when it's like, uh, you know, a lot of very good doctors, you can pay with cash. If you achieve financial freedom, financial wealth, you can take care of yourself. And the problem is a lot of guys don't even go, go that far or, or think it through of like, if I have this insurance, like I'll, anyway, I might get a little, I'm going to touch on the topic. It's a little bit interesting, but a buddy of mine, uh, his whole family had insurance. Okay. We, we played together, um, you know, computer, computer games. And um, he ended up getting on nine different psychiatric drugs. Okay. And that was covered by health insurance. Okay. Next thing you know, and, and I, I know I'm, it's going to get a little dark here, but let me just tell you, next thing you know, his, uh, the psychiatrist convinced his mom that he needed electric shock because the nine drugs weren't working. And then 
the guy is is this all health insurance covered okay after eight six months convincing mom and then the kid my buddy giovanni he got in he agreed to it signed the papers got in he saw the machine and the guys the big guys in these suits and he's like i don't want to do it they forced him on he got electric shock for like seven eight days straight he went out of there three weeks later he shot himself in the head that's covered by health insurance. This is covered by health insurance. And you go, no, that is not health insurance. That is money insurance. The health insurance is going to be doctors, chiropractors, naturopaths that are not covered by health insurance that are going to help you be healthy. Sorry. So I know I got off a tangent there, but I just had to go there because you, you brought up the health insurance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it, it like it, pre it prevents entrepreneurship and it prevents people who, who can do it. You like, you can do this. You can start a business. You can make your business work. You can make an Amazon business work. You can make your Shopify business work. You can sell stuff online mm -hmm. and make money. Dude, my 17 year old son, you met him mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, when he was 11, started a business selling stuff on Amazon. Wow. He's now 17. He's still selling that same stuff on Amazon, but he's also selling other stuff locally and he'll probably make $40,000 this year. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, selling stuff locally and his sister's gonna make a bunch of money doing it because she works for him and a bunch of neighbor kids work for him and they're making a bunch of money. Like, dude, you can do this. This is not, it's not rocket science. You know, like selling on Amazon is something that, don't let health insurance stop you from pursuing this business. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Uh, thank you for that. Now we've, I've met several people, kids, kids doing this and guys, you, again, I, 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 you are capable. And what's crazy, let's say for some, whatever reason, you didn't think yourself capable. You could hire a person in the Philippines to figure it out for you. Literally. So again, Amazon, you can find people that have worked for multi-million dollar companies for $50 million companies, hundred million dollar companies that'll be on online jobs at pH literally. So if you somehow can't figure it out, okay, go work your job, take that money and invest it. You need to invest in your team, invest in yourself, invest in learning, just hire a person, talk to them, build it. So I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. And um, yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Awesome. Man. So, so, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Like the last, usually people, the last thing was like, Oh, do you have any parting words of wisdom? Yeah. Like, parting yeah. Words. Let's do it. The potential downside to going and trying to hire a VA in the Philippines is like you lose a couple hundred bucks in a couple hours. The potential upside is my life. You know, like I work 17 hours a week. I spend a lot of time with my family. I do whatever the heck I want. I go golf. I ride my bike. I go ski in the mountains. Whatever it is, that's the potential upside is the four-hour work week. People are always like, oh, I'm reading the four-hour work week. I think, I think, you know, like, oh, this sounds so cool. Yeah, cool. Go do it. Cause it's doable. Um, but you, you have to go hire someone. You got, you got to try it. Like you, you don't know if this will work for you until you try it. So that's, that's the, like the potential downside is so low. The potential upside is so high. The risk level is so low. So I agree. So guys, if you haven't already used online jobs PH, go there right now, sign up, hire somebody period. If you're selling anything, if you're even selling like $10 a day on Amazon, you should be, hiring somebody to help you work it out. You cannot be a single person yeah. managing the whole thing. So I've, I've hired on indeed here in the U S I've hired all sorts of places. I'm, I have a team of maybe 15 people in Venezuela 
I love hiring Venezuela, my country. I love hiring here in the US. I live here. Um, I also love hiring in the Philippines because you can, you'll get amazing, the English again, and, and, and we didn't talk about it so much in this thing, but it's in your book covered extremely well, the outsourcing lever, but their English is amazing. I, one of our guys did a, an internship in California for like a year or two. His English is as good as my English. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find amazing people for great rates. Um, you'll do, you know, just do everybody a favor, go there right now. If you haven't done it, you absolutely have to. Uh, John, thank you again for coming on. We really appreciate and uh, really appreciate you being here and building this. I mean, crap, it, it's it's amazing. It's it's quite a legacy. So uh, uh, I'm 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 so glad that I met you and was able to do this. This is amazing. Yeah, thanks, man. It's been good. Awesome. Okay, see ya. Beep.